Hey, it's Meatball. And Mark. And this is the Rocker Morning Show on demand from 107.7 RKR. Kalamazoo's Rock Station 107.7 RKR. Rocker Morning Show with Meatball. And Mark Frankhouse. Live from the Climax Solar Studios. How are you, Mark? Man, I am ready. Oh yeah, you're you're getting ready to leave, huh? This is my final day in the studio until January third. Okay, yeah. Um, and I'm I'm feeling every piece of this vacation. <laughs> so I told you I bought a uh, modified GameCube yesterday. Oh yeah, 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 bro. Oh my god, <laughs> I found. You were, you I know really, what I'm doing. You were really excited about the the Mario baseball game on that, right? Oh, dude, yeah. yeah. I I, I got to be honest though. I played a game yesterday. I got yeah. smoked. So. <laughs> Um, you're out of practice. That's, all the yeah. Uh, yeah, all the Mario games, <laughs> all the Zeldas, mm. uh, all the Pokemon games, all the Resident Evil. I'm like, I'm just like, oh man, yeah. this is sweet. Yeah. So it's nice because I actually bought a PS4 off Marketplace, mm-hmm. like uh, probably like a year and a half ago. Right. Totally got swindled by this dude, and then cussed me out in Messenger, and then blocked me. <laughs> and he sold me a broken piece of crap. Oh. So this one was a completely different experience because the dude showed up with like a TV and he plugged it in and yeah. tested it. And he was like professional dude, about totally, it. Like, totally, totally. Yeah, that's great. So it was, it was, yeah. So I'm gonna have Very a fun cool. vacation. Very cool. <laughs> well, I'm I'm finally feeling a little more Christmassy. Good. Um, I busted out my favorite sweater today. I don't know if you can read it or not. Yeah, it's, it's not an- Christmas until <laughs> Hans Gruber falls off Nakatomi Plaza. And it's got Alan Rickman on there. Uh, rest his soul. I miss Alan Rickman. Um, I, have we discussed whether we believe that's a Christmas movie or not? Did we Did we yeah. have that discussion? Yeah, yeah. What was and our consensus? Do you remember? Yes, it is a Christmas movie. All right. Somebody made the comparison the other day that uh, those that don't believe uh, Die Hard is a Christmas movie can't say that Home Alone is a Christmas movie. Because nothing specifically happening in it's a home invasion movie with a child yeah that's what that movie happening is happening around christmas time. right without the background of christmas you can still have that movie yeah. in fact home alone 3 proved that because that didn't happen at christmas i don't believe but yeah if 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 you believe home alone is a christmas movie then Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Exactly. And so I, I I liked that comparison. You can I like you it. can use that for arguing arguing at family uh uh <laughs> get-togethers this week. Yeah. All right. So you are ready to go to the UP. Yep. It's gonna be really cold up there. It is. Um. Just so happens that this week our friend Christy brought us this awesome uh Christmas present in the studio. The twelve hot sauces of Christmas. Since oh. since we love hot sauce so much. Yeah. Um. And and I was thinking, you know, since today's your last day for for a few weeks before you come back to the studio, you're mm-hmm. going up to such a cold environment. Why don't we try out all the hot sauces today? We do the 12 hot oh. sauces of Christmas through the entire show today. And I don't know, there's oh. there's no particular order in these sauces. It's not like they get hotter. It's not hot ones or anything. Yeah. Uh, but I thought, you know what? Let's let's go through the 12 hot sauces of Christmas today, right? Let's do it. All right. So we we have a little we have a little jingle we got to sing on the first hot sauce of Christmas. Our friend Christy gave to us. Uh, this is red habanero hot sauce. Oh God! Starting things off fresh. Fresh. Oh, this man. is this is the way to do it in the morning. Ready? Three, two, one, go. Ooh, that's tasty. Mmm. <coughs> that is really good. Man. I have a feeling like that's going to be a slow burn. Oh, yep. There it is in my throat. Oh, yeah. That's, um, yeah, that's, he- them. 
That's a, it that's sits a on your burn. tongue. Yep. It mine, sits on your tongue, but it's good. Mine the rolled, flavor's great. Mine, mine rolled into the back. Yeah, I don't, there's no particular brand on these. It just says hot sauce. Woo! Man, that is a... I, uh, I quite like that. That is actually really good. I would throw that in some wings Absolutely. easily. Absolutely. Well, uh, I'm glad you liked it because we got 11 more to go, buddy. Awesome. Station 1077 RKR, Rocker Morning Show with Meatball. And Mark Frankhouse. Live from the Climax Solar Studios. Ooh. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, my headphones are really hot. Oh, my gosh. Ooh. All right, this could be a fun show. Well, it's probably because of the freaking hot sauce. Right. Speaking of which, we have a hot sauce to do here, the Chipotle hot... Oh, wait, we got to sing... The, we got to do the jingle. Oh, gosh. On the third hot sauce of Christmas that oh, our friend Christy, Christy gave, gave to us. us. Uh, this is Chipotle hot sauce. Oh, my gosh. It's going to be smoky. She, she brought us in a 12 hot sauces of Christmas, so we're taking hot sauce. We're trying every one of them all throughout the show. Yes. All right, here we go. Number three. Ooh, yeah. Oh, put oh, that on man. Eggs. Put that on eggs all day. Hey, pass that bottle, bro. Oh my goodness. Woo! Little throat heat. Oh, that one just went through my nose. That's exciting. That's uh, not good. No. All right. So, um, what do we got? To, what, I got what, something what of an open letter I need to discuss. Okay. You know, you were talking about the uh, issues that you were having in downtown Kalamazoo uh-huh. with the construction and the two lane roads and the one lane roads. And right, 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 right. My problem is this new paint job that they put on Pitcher Street. Oh, what they do? So every day when I'm coming home from work, I'm taking the back streets of Kalamazoo and I turn left onto Pitcher to turn right on East Kalamazoo Avenue. Mm -hmm. They've changed it so that normally, like back in the day, I mean back in the day, I mean a couple months ago, there's two lanes and there were two turning lanes. So, like, the right lane, you could turn left to the outside lane. Gotcha. And in the left lane, you could turn left only to the inside lane. Yeah. But if you were in the right, you could also drive straight. Now, if you're in the right lane, you can only go straight. And if you're in the left lane, you can continue to only go left. You can't make a left in the right lane because they've, like, painted it up. So, I, I'm... If this sounds confusing. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's be- it's because it is confusing. Nobody knows how to drive in this lane anymore. Yeah. One, there's no signage that says do not drive in right lane. Yeah. There's no indication of what we're supposed to be doing. People are so confused by this. <laughs> and oh, man. man, this hot sauce is killing. Right, me. is it getting to you? I'm, I mean, Whoa. I'm feeling it a little bit. Like so, that one's a that one's a slow heater. Let's let's recap. You right. make a left on Pitcher Street, and you're heading towards downtown Kalamazoo to East Kalamazoo Ave. Mm-hmm. The right lane is completely barred off. It's like a solid white line, and there are like hashtagged blocks throughout it. So it's like you're not supposed to be driving there. But like, are you supposed to park there, or know. what is it? It doesn't make any sense. And people don't know how to use it. People are driving in the right lane. People are not driving in the in the right lane. And then somebody yesterday literally completed the trifecta. They were driving in between, <laughs> like completely in between the two lanes because they were most likely confused. Like, I don't even know what to do here anymore. Yeah. And there's no signage. Like, that's the problem I have. Anytime our our government in Michigan decides, <laughs> oh, we're going to do this new thing with the roads. Yeah. Nobody has any freaking clue. Now, this may be a little bit of a hot take, um, but I feel anytime they add something new to driving, every driver should be 
it should be mandatory that every driver take a five minute a, a five minute like like a test quiz. or like an upgrade yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, five minute quiz. I mean, I, I think drivers should be taking regular tests at least like once every five or ten years. I I, I agree because I'm not obviously talking to everyone right now, <laughs> right, but some right. of y'all suck at driving. Okay, <laughs> and I but we but still I love you for listening to us while but, you're driving terribly. But I can't totally blame you for that. Now, if yeah. you're looking at your phone, if you're just careless then yeah you you suck but <laughs> if you're generally confused i don't hold that against you because our government doesn't do anything like hey heads up this is this is what's going on we're about to implement this yeah this is how you use it take this course really quick so you understand how to use it yep they don't do anything like that you know and i know all the aggro people out there are like oh it's not your job to tell you what to do yeah it is yeah, yeah if you're gonna make new stuff up you need to educate me I'm not going to create a new uh, thing here and yeah. go, hey, do this. Okay, you're going to show me how? No, you got to figure it out yourself. There's also a really simple solution to this. Yeah. They could just not create new driving laws, like keep them simple. Right. You oh, know? wait a minute. Wait a minute. That would that would complicate things. How would that complicate things? Because that, right? that would make things simple. Right. And Welcome to their logic. <laughs> I guess so. It's time to turn up your dials and tune out the traffic because we're playing The Daily Five on The Rocker Morning Show. Testing the mental magnitude of your favorite morning monkeys on the radio. And now, your hosts for The Daily Five, Meatball and Mark Frank House. It is the Daily Five where Mark can ask each other questions. The other one answers today. Mark's asking the questions. I'm answering, hoping to go for the win, the final one for 2022. And on the line, we got Tracy. How are you? Great, thanks. All, All right. right, Tracy, you know the deal. You got to help Meatball get uh, three out of five questions correct. And if you do, Meatball is going to take the final victory of the year. I like it. All right. Otherwise, All right. I win. Right now, before we uh, before we do this, Tracy, we've been we've been taking the hot sauce today. So Mark and I are going to do that real quick. Uh, this is what is this number six? six? I think this I is think. number six. Number uh, number five. This is number five. All right. So here we go on the uh, fifth hot sauce of Christmas. Our friend Christy gave to us. This is garlic hot sauce. Hmm. Oh Ooh. my God. I'm going to need a full bottle of that. Oh, my God. I want to drink that sauce. I kind of did. Oh, man. Uh, by the way, we're just taking the hot sauce. We're still not allowed to have breakfast right now, so we're just literally just drinking hot sauce off of spoons right now. It's great. All right. Okay, here we go, Tracy. Are you ready? I am ready. Let's, Let's do, do this. this. <laughs> the final Daily Five of 2022. That one's got a little kick on the back end. Starts off with entertainment. All right, let's do it. The movie E.T., Started from the same script as what movie? Is it Poltergeist, Close Encounters of the Third Kind, or The Goonies? All Steven Spielberg films. Right. I'd say The Goonies. Well, I was... Goonies about the same time, but E.T. and Close Encounters of the Third Kind are very closely related. What was the first one? You said Poltergeist? Yeah. I don't think it was Poltergeist. Um, <laughs> Close Encounters seems like the most logical... And it, it, I don't know, with 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 UFOs and aliens and extraterrestrials and stuff, those two seem the closest related to me. I was thinking the Goonies is a bunch of kids, and so is E.T. Oh, that's a good connection, too. 
Um, you know, uh, Tracy, you you had an immediate gut instinct for Goonies, so let's uh, let's go with that one. Final answer. Goonies. Final answer. No both, both great, great options. Yeah. Nope. Strangely, it was Poltergeist. Poltergeist. What? They started off as the same script. It was, I believe it was supposed to be a take on an author's work. I think it was called Night Skies. Wow. So, yeah, they started off, E.T. ended up becoming its own thing, and then he went back to the original script of of the movie and turned that into Poltergeist. Wow. What a... I know, really weird. What a change in direction there. My goodness. Well, here we go. Still got lots of room to succeed here. Just need three out of four. Science is the second category. Okay. The average cumulus cloud can weigh up to how much? One million pounds, three million pounds, or six million pounds? They're so light and fluffy. How do they weigh that much? <laughs> I really don't know multiple choice. I always go to the middle one. That's. I think it's because they're really dense. I think those oh, are the yeah. storm clouds, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I know. I was. Um, what was the middle one? Three million. Let's go with it. Three million pounds. Go B. Go B. It is unfortunately the low end. Only up to a million. Only a million pounds. That thing floating above your head is only a million pounds. All right. Hey, we've come back from Owen two before. Oh, I'm so sorry. No, no, it's it's not your fault, Tracy. It's my fault for getting the questions wrong earlier in the week. It's okay. <laughs> hey, I believe in you too. Let's see what we can do here. See if we can make a comeback. All right, I got to bring in the power of the hot sauce. Uh, okay, let's go. Cool. Category number three is animals. Which of these animals is the better smeller? Is it dogs, bears, or sharks? Dogs. Sharks can smell blood in the water miles away. Mm, that's true. Yes, you're right. They're- let's go sharks. Yes, sharks. Final answer. Sorry, me. No! It is bears. Bears can smell food and detect <laughs> make a beeline. They said for up to eighteen miles. 18. Oh my gosh! Holy cow! I know. Wow. wow, going down in a blaze of glory for the end of twenty twenty two. Question number four for I, gravy. I just for context before we started this, Mark goes. I think you got a good shot at winning the Daily Bible today. <laughs> I think I've got my winning formula now. <laughs> yeah, serve me a bunch of hot sauce and completely distract me. Oh, yeah, by the way, we're going to fry my headphones the same day, too. <laughs> Category number uh, four, geography. All right. How many world flags feature red, white, and green bars? And that's both horizontal and vertical. Okay. Four, seven, or ten? Um. Now this, now I'll say in context. Red, white, and green. How many world flags feature red, white, and green bars? Now they can also have something else on it, like a symbol yeah, or yeah, another yeah. color. So, so the, keep that in mind. The two immediate ones that come to mind are, or three rather, would be Mexico, Italy, and Iran. So there's at least three. I'm trying. Do you want to go seven? What was that one? Do you want to go seven? Seven feels high because, like, off the top of my head, I can only think of three, and it was four, seven, and ten, right? Were the decisions four, seven, and ten? And to give you a little bit of a boost here, Hungary is also red. Hungary's also red, white, and green. Okay, so there's four. So there's the bottom end of that. 
I want to say maybe one of the one of the former like Soviet countries has red, white, and green too, like Kazakhstan or something to that effect. Kazakhstan maybe. Um, you know, I at this point it's gravy points, and Tracy's right. <laughs> Tracy's right. When in doubt, go B, go the middle. Yeah. Let's say let's say seven. Go with her gut instinct. Final answer. It's gonna be wrong. It's gonna be ten. Yeah. It is ten. Good lord. Do you know the, you know the list of countries? Oh uh, no, I do not. I mean, you were right. It was. It's like Italy, Mexico, Iran. You Hungary, said Hungary. I think Bulgaria is in there okay. too. So There's probably yeah. a couple African nations in there too. Like, yeah, oh, man. I should have figured. Like, all right. Here's here's what I want you two to get. I we may deliberately. To get I'm going to deliberately get this wrong so I can go out and say, you know what? My last day was perfect. That's <laughs> that's the mentality. I got okay. the same result on all questions <laughs> on the last day. Okay, here we go. The final category is music. After Michael Jackson Thriller and ACDC Back in Black, what is the third highest selling album of all time? Is it Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon, The Eagles' Greatest Hits, or Whitney Houston, The Bodyguard? And for some context, all three of these are in the top five. How did we get, how did we get two days in a row of Whitney Houston? That, uh, that's, that's interesting. Um... I don't think it's Whitney. For the uh, for context too, the Eagles Hotel California is yeah. in there, but their greatest hits album sold more than Hotel California. Right. So Eagles greatest hits. What was the other one? Pink Floyd, Dark Pink Side. Floyd. It's. And I think it's between those two. I'm gonna guess Floyd because I'm going to a laser light show this weekend. Ooh. Boom! Solid, re- solid reason to pick Pink Floyd. I like it. Good news. Dark Meatball. Side of the Moon. You were perfect this week. (laughs) We did it. We did it, Tracy. We did it. We were perfect today. It was Whitney Houston, the bodyguard. 35 million copies. That's no no reason to celebrate. It should be a rock and roll record. That's not this genre. Right. Hey, I didn't pick it. I, I didn't buy those albums. <laughs> well, what a way to end 2022 on the down Daily in Five a blaze of glory game. with Tracy. Wow. <laughs> well, Tracy, don't Tracy, don't feel bad because you still got the twenty dollars gift certificate to Rocket Comics. All right, awesome. <laughs> oh, what a day. Well, it's been a pleasure uh, doing this. Tracy, thank you so much for, for stopping in and playing with us, and congratulations on your win. And uh, to everyone else that's played along with us this year, it's been fun, and we're definitely coming back in 2023 to do this again. Uh, but, yeah, Tracy, you know what? End on a high note. Why not, right? All right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Tracy. All right, thank you. Kalamazoo's Rock Station 1077 RKR Rock Morning Show with Meatball. And Mark Frankhouse. Live from the Climax Solar Studios. All right. Uh, we're on hot sauce number six now. Yep. So on the sixth hot sauce of Christmas, our friend Christy gave to us. Uh, this is Cajun hot sauce. So we're going down to Louisiana with this one. Mm. Chew them. I'm sure that sounded great on the radio. Um, it's okay. I don't, I, don't, I don't mind that one. It's a, little, it's a little mild, to be honest. I like the Cajun. It's got good flavor. Mm-hmm. Just not a lot of heat. All of these have had pretty good, yeah. pretty good flavor. The heat's not big. I mean, 
not nearly as hot as the Lions are right now. No, not at all. Um, article up on the Rocker app right now. NFL analyst Kyle Brandt calling the Lions a top eight team in the NFL. That has got to feel good as a Lions fan. Yeah, man. Uh, unexpected. But again, that victory over uh, Minnesota. Huge. That, that sealed the Huge. deal for me. I haven't been a non-believer. I've just been like, you have to show me. At this point, I have to be a hard fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't just be one of these soft, you know, and, and a lot of people will call me like fair weather. I'm not a fair weather fan. I like the team, but mm-hmm. they've they've shown me over the years that they're the same team. You can't like you love them, but you can't really put your faith behind them. Yeah, they they just exist. I can't <laughs> I can't I can't have my heart broken every year. So yeah. I I keep them at a distance, but I'm still a fan. Yeah, I, I want them to be good. It's just they're never good. But do you actually do you feel different about this team? Like, do you have actual hope? Yeah, I that was my that was my turning point. I said, you beat Minnesota, which I bet on them to do. And Mm -hmm. they did showed me like, hey, man, now they're ready. Yeah. Well, they did hard knocks this year and I even wrote about it. I was like, you know, I don't I think they're going to be better, but I don't think they're going to be great. You know, I didn't believe in Goff and he's one of the I think he's top five quarterback in production this year. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think he was going to be in the guy. Yeah, I didn't think he was going to be the guy for the team. I thought Lamar Jackson was going to come in next year and just wreck house. But now, I mean, Goff's working well with everybody. Uh, Dan Campbell, I didn't think he was head coach material. I yeah. thought he was, you know, too buddy buddy with the players, which was something more that like an assistant coach would kind of be. Yeah. On a team. I mean, I, listen, I am, I am not one to deny what I'm wrong. I mean, it's very clear that Dan Campbell has got something kind of magical going on in Detroit right now with the Lions. I can admit when I'm wrong, but uh, hey, man, yeah. we're we're getting close to yeah. the uh, end of the season here. Uh, Dan Campbell, by the way, a lot of fun to watch during games. Yeah, last <laughs> last week during that game, you know how it ended with the the pass to uh, Panay Sewell. Yeah, the lineman. He had no idea that was happening. <laughs> <laughs> I saw he showed up on the Pat McAfee. Uh, Dan Campbell showed up on the Pat McAfee show, and he said in the moment while that was happening, like he was just kind of soaking in what was happening in Ford Field. He was like, the fans were doing the wave, so I was watching that. One of the coaches came up and said something to me, and I go, yeah, sure, yeah, yeah, do that. And then the next thing he knows, another coach is walking up to him, going, "Are we passing to effing Sewell?" And he <laughs> looks at the field as it's happening. He goes, "What?" And he looks out. As it's happening, had no idea that play had been called. <laughs> Unreal. Just watch, just that at the now. Oh, the fans like, huh? He was watching the wave. Like I, I, I've been distracted from a game from the people doing the wave, but never as a head coach of the team. Right, not when you're steering the ship. You still had to get a first down <laughs> to win the game for sure, man. Good lord. <laughs> Uh, they're going to be fun to watch. Uh, there's some Saturday games this week. Lions are playing early on Sunday. Uh, Jets are actually a slight favor over the Lions, but I think that's because there's some illness going through the team. Uh, Aiden Hutchinson, Jeff Okuda, and then uh, Khalif Raymond, one of the receivers, and then backup quarterback Nick Sudfield is also yeah. Sick. So I, I still have fo- uh, hope, man. I have I have faith that the Lions can do this because I, I have to. 
as cool as it would be to see all of the NFC East get into the playoffs, because I don't think any conference has ever entirely gotten into the playoffs. Yeah. If the Lions got in, it would mean knocking out the Giants or the Commanders. And I'm all for either one of those teams feeling true. shame and true disappointment. Go Cowboys, go Lions. Chat with Meatball and Mark now on the Rocker app. More of the Rocker Morning Show next on 107.7 RKR. Set the needle and crank the knob. It's Mark Frankhouse, and I've got another crucial addition to your record collection. It's Vinyl and 45 on the Rocker. Released in the year of Woodstock in 1969, Canned Heat's Hallelujah and their appearance at the festival took the band's career to the next level as they had already exploded onto the music scene a few years earlier and with the previous year's hit going up the country. This album is a staple of their discography and my personal favorite. The album was also the last to feature the full classic lineup, so it's a must-have for any classic rock fan. Snag a copy today. This has been Vinyl and 45 on 107.7 RKR. I think it ranks up there with Stairway to Heaven. I, I think it does too, Mark. <laughs> Bob and Doug McKenzie, 12 Days of Christmas. Kalamazoo's oh Rock Station. God. 107.7 RKR, Rocker Morning Show with me, Paul. And Mark Frankhouse. Live for the Climax Solar Studios. we got some friends in the studio with us this morning as well, helping us get much more into the giving spirit of the holidays. We'd like to welcome uh, Mike, right? Yes, yes, Mike, Emily, and Amber, welcome to the Rock and Morning Hello, Show. Good morning. And we are gearing up for Crayons for Kids, uh, Operation Scribble. This is a tradition that we've been a part of, gosh, going, uh, it's over 20 years now, isn't it? Or is we're coming up on 20 years? Coming up on 20. I think we're at 18. Number 18. Yeah. 18, okay. This is huge. This has been around for a long time. And talking about being around for a long time, not to, not to, uh, put any kind of dating on you but we're <laughs> we're talking to uh, Emily she's the CEO of Crans for Kids you started Crans for Kids when you were 6 years old Yes, I was six years old. I was not alone. My co-CEO, Matt, is my brother. Uh we were together 5 and 6 just kind of trying to figure out what these kids were doing in the hospital yeah. and why they, you know, looked so upset and sad at that age you don't really know what's going on especially if you've never been in the hospital right um so you know with the help of our parents who always instilled in us to give back to others and give back to the community we kind of just decided that crayons and coloring books was something that we like to do so yeah. why not you know give that to others and um from there it just grew into this huge big magical thing that's what's that's what's so hard about this too is because these kids are caught completely off guard by their illnesses right and they they lose out on so much being in the hospital that this gives them a chance also to just be kids again and definitely. just enjoy life you know definitely and now that the organization organization is so big um we don't just do crayons and coloring books we do <laughs> anything and everything that a child ages newborn to teenage 18 sure. would find fun in the hospital. I mean, we get creative. We do DVD players and iPads and, That's great. Um, you know, games and it used to be Wii's, but now it's switches and, <laughs> you know, anything that, anything that 
you know they think would be super cool. Sure, we try to bring into their their beds. I mean the uh, the whole point of this is to make them feel as normal as possible and exactly. make them feel like you know even though they may be in the hospital for the holidays, they're still experiencing that holiday you know experience you exactly. know with their families, with their friends, and you know with their added family of the nurses and surgeons and doctors around right. them at the time. Right, and it's been so special to be a part of this for so many years. I feel like you quickly forget that. Um, like what it's like to be in the hospital. I've never, I've been in the hospital once, but it was a very, 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 very long time ago. (laughs) And I don't remember anything about it, but I feel like every year when we do deliver, um, which is not just Christmas, Uh everything that we collect goes to kids on Christmas day, Uh but um, we use it all year round and we never say no to anybody. So it goes to Bronson Hospital all year round. um, And you quickly remember you know, wow, it's 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 rough to yeah. be in the hospital for that long. Surely, it's yeah. boring. Well, if you just joined us, we're we're hanging out with uh, Crans for Kids. We're gearing up for Operation Scribble. This is happening this uh, upcoming Monday, December nineteenth. Mm-hmm. It's happening all day long from six a.m. to six p.m. at breakfast at Tiffany's in Kalamazoo. Again, all the details on the uh, trending bar. On WRKR.com, you can get everything you need to know about Operation Scribble 2022. And like we said, we're, we're here with a couple of guests as well. Amber is actually a, a, mother, a mother of a former patient at Bronson. Uh, if you would, just share your experience a little bit with Operation Scribble. Um, okay, so actually today is the anniversary of my son Landon's um first major operation he was three months old wow um, and was diagnosed with Hirschsprung's disease um and had to have um a pretty significant operation um was done 11 years ago um to the day and we actually were recipients of that of crans for kids and we were there for nine days and every day we were brought stuff for my older son who was three at the time um, like every day we were there, we were brought different mm, things, geez. games, puzzles, you name it, uh, blankets. So it was really neat. Nope. And after that, I've wanted to be a part of something that gave back to my kids. And so that's the reason why I'm still <laughs> part of it. That's awesome. And nope. now you're a volunteer, right? Yeah. Yep. Now, and when you, my son is as well. So when you were in the hospital initially with with uh, you know your children going through yep. this, were you worried in that moment that maybe you weren't going to be able to have that? Oh yeah, that we actually Christmas? thought we were going to be there through Christmas. So, oh okay, okay. Yeah, and so Man. it was you know pretty scary, but yeah. But then yeah. this came along, and it just—I mean, do they do they remember? They were pretty young. Oh yeah. Obviously. So Landon has actually had seven different. Oh wow. Okay. Okay. So, and actually, his last one was just. This past year with Dr. Leanwood. But, oh, fantastic. Yeah. Things going well, I assume. Yep. yep. Excellent. He's doing, awesome. He's doing pretty good. He lives up to his middle name of danger. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Love if it. If he ever wants a job, we're hiring. Yeah, yeah. No kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and, and speaking of Dr. Leanwan, Michael Leanwan, he's, he's here. He is a mm-hmm. pediatric surgeon. And you've been a part of this for a long time as well. You're the one who initially reached out to us. Yes, good morning. Uh, it's because of RKR that we've really blossomed here in Kalamazoo. Um, our organization's been around since 2001, but in 2005, we started doing Operation Scribble. And um, in fact, uh, shout out to Diane Vunovich. She is mm-hmm. the original uh, uh a DJ, if you yeah. will, uh, who who had this idea to help us out, and she is going to be joining us. Yeah, uh, on Monday, 
at Breakfast at Tiffany's. By the way, that's the one on West Main who, uh, where we're going to be. And so if you're uh, one of those old-timer uh, rockers uh, and remember <laughs> uh, back in the days of Mike and Diane, uh, she will be there and you can um, talk with her and, and uh, share old times. And uh, so she's going to be doing our, our, um, our remotes out from mm-hmm. there the whole day. Yeah, she'll be checking in with us here on the Rocker all day, and then I think uh, I'm going to pop out there too after the morning cool. show that right. day as well. So. That's great. Yeah, so we'll yeah, big shout tomorrow. out to her, and uh, and shout out to Tiffany as well, who's a dear friend, who's uh, letting us uh, hang out at her restaurant the whole day. So, uh, but it's really because of this community that's allowed us to uh, to do this. They bring us so many toys and gifts and games. And you know, if you can't make it, but you want to help out, you can always uh, donate monetarily through um, our Facebook page, which is Crayons the Number Four Kids, and um, hit the donate button, and you can be a part of this as well. And we really appreciate uh, all of the help. It, it makes a huge difference for these kids in the hospital over the holidays, especially. We give them these huge bags. We just dump toys all over <laughs> their great. bed. It's so much fun to watch. That sounds and, like the dream, right? And then there. all year round too, we're always we're always you know helping out, bringing not just bringing stuff to the kids, but helping out the hospital by you know we put DVD players in all of the rooms. We yeah. help with video game consoles and musical instruments for the mm-hmm. music therapy folks, art stuff for the art. Um, child life people, and so we're we're always just kind of supplying extra stuff to make the kids happy in the hospital. So it's it's tons of fun. I'm excited for this again. Diane's going to be checking in all day Monday. Operation Scribble, uh, December nineteenth. Make sure you to go out to breakfast at Tiffany's in Kalamazoo, six a.m. to six p.m. We're going to be out there collecting uh, toys, all sorts of stuff. Again, all the details at WRKR and on the 1077 RKR app. Uh, thank you all for what yeah, you do absolutely. all year long and for once again being a part of this. Uh, so much love to Crans for Kids. And we really appreciate this. And we look forward to hanging out with you guys thank on Monday. You guys. Thank you so much thank for you. having us. We hope to see everyone on Monday. We're very excited. Kalamazoo's Rock Station 1077 RKR Mark Morning Show with Meatball And Mark Frankhouse Live from the Climax Solar Studios Alright, we're on to hot sauce number 10 yeah, We're on 10? 10. Yeah, 10, here we go Day On the 10th hot, hot sauce, sauce of Christmas Our uh, friend Christy gave to us This is um, Cascanaba I've never heard of a Cascanaba pepper um, So I'm, it, it's got Quite the smell So we'll see how It's it very goes. sweet and mild Oh, that's interesting. A little smoky, a little on the Chipotle side. Yeah. Maybe. That's not bad at all. A nice break from that Carolina Reaper. Oh, my we God. Just had. I'm still feeling oh. the Reaper, and I just realized that I used the same spoon, and now my mouth is burning from the residual of <laughs> the Carolina Reaper. That's fantastic. Oh, that's not good. Um, Let's talk about some weird stuff. Cool. You ever heard of the Michigan, or Lake Michigan Triangle? Yeah. Like the Bermuda Triangle. But Lake Michigan. It's real. Um, There's a, there's a real strange aspect to this area in Lake Michigan that is essentially Manitowoc, Wisconsin, across Lake Michigan to Ludington, and then it actually goes south, so it covers a little bit of land there, too, Yeah, uh, to Benton Harbor, and then from Benton Harbor up to Manitowoc. So, uh, Wisconsin and Michigan waters over Lake Michigan is where this takes place, and you can see kind of all the details and stuff up on the Rocker app. I was uh, I was kind of doing some research into strange shipwrecks in Lake Michigan, and one of them mentioned the Michigan Lake Michigan Triangle, and I was like, seriously? Like, it has its own weirdness like that? Mm-hmm. So, I started getting into it. Um, 
the ship the Thomas Hume might be one of the most famous shipwrecks because it's a it was a massive ship. It was headed to uh, Muskegon, I believe it was a lumber uh, transport. Yeah, this would have been 1891, I believe. Sailed into the Triangle, disappeared. Nobody found it. Yikes! Until 2006, they found it. Huh. Bottom of like 2006, but like it was very odd at the time that there was just. You know, the the ship was huge, mm-hmm. and big ships like that didn't sink uh, in the manner in which this one just disappeared. So very strange. Probably the weirdest story that isn't you know far out there. Yeah, the disappearance of Captain Donner. This is huh. uh, captain of the the McFarland freighter, nineteen thirty seven. They were sailing to Port Washington of Wisconsin after going through a lot of ice in the northern part of Lake Michigan. When they got to open waters, he was exhausted. So he said, all right, crew, you guys sail. I'm going to my cabin. I'm going to sleep. I'm tired. Don't bother me. Yeah. Went into his cabin, locked the door from the inside. They land at port. He doesn't come out. They knock on the door. He doesn't answer the door. So they finally got worried, busted it open. He's not there. Just disappeared? Gone. No trace, not on the ship, nothing. No windows in his quarters. There was a tiny little porthole. There's no way he could have gotten out of there. The door was still locked on the inside. That's really weird. Uh, there's also a story up on the Rocker app about Northwest Air, uh, Orient Airlines Flight 2501 that flat out disappeared. That one's weird because cops say while that was happening, they were seeing flashing red lights over Lake Michigan. Yeah. Uh, like lightning. And then obviously there's the UFO stories. We've talked about the... Um, Unsolved Mysteries episode that was recently put out there about the UFOs over Lake, uh, Michigan. Lake Michigan in 1994. Yeah. Every bit of that story takes place over the Lake Michigan Triangle area. That's really interesting. Mm-hmm. So there's something about that area, man. There's something about that uh, that three-pointed area in Lake Michigan that just mm. draws the weirdness, man. Do you think it's like actual weirdness or do you think it's just... I think it's coincidence. Yeah, you think it's just coincidence? I don't know, man. I want to believe! Kalamazoo's Rock Station, 107.7 RKR. Rock and Morning Show with Meatball. And Mark Frankhouse. Live for the Climax Solar Studios. All right, we only got two more left, Mark. Um, Let's see. This is number 11. So, on the 11 hot sauce sauce of Christmas, Christy gave to us... Give me irritable bowel syndrome. (laughs) I definitely feel warm on the inside. Like, this studio is already pretty warm as it is. Like, it's, I'm about to open the window. I'm not even joking right now. All right. Well, this is just hot sauce. Yeah, this is just, it's just called hot. So, mm. I bet that's just a, yeah, it's just a classic. It's a classic hot mm-hmm. sauce. Very low heat. There's a. There's a sweet taste to it. It's like, it's almost like cinnamon. I'm not tasting that, that, but. Yeah. It's got a, it's got an interesting taste to it. There's no sugar in this interesting. one. Interesting. Yeah. The only one that has sugar in it was the, the mango one. That's the only one that we had to take it easy on. Word. So. But, uh, man, yeah, this is um, it's been an interesting morning. It's going to be an even more interesting afternoon. Yeah, no joke. Um, all right, we need to talk about this thing that's that's very uniquely Great Lakes and Michigan oriented. Okay, are you are you're a board game guy? Like yeah, you play games. Yeah, you ever heard of Great Lakes Cargo? No, is that a board game? This is a real board game. That's sweet. Made in 1989. Um, I can't read the company's name that made it. Um, is there a photo of this on the Rocker yes. app? Okay, gotcha. Yeah, there's photos of everything that out. comes with the game up on the Rocker app. Um, so essentially, 
this game will for sure keep you enthralled for minutes at a time. Uh, Great Lakes Cargo. <laughs> minutes at a time. Board game released in 1989. Again, not sure really who made it. I can't make it out on the on the photos there on the Rocker app. Basically, this is a board game made up of the Great Lakes with port cities. The goal of the game is to schedule the shipping season of a Great Lakes Laker cargo ship and pilot that ship to become the first debt-free shipping magnet of the Great Lakes. So That's strange. Basically, it's a game about immediately going into debt by buying a, a container ship in the Great Lakes, and then you have to make enough money to pay off your ship. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's... So there's, there's there's an element of monopoly there. I think it's I think it's more similar to monopoly, and and the fight against capitalism. I yeah, guess. I guess so. I um, On the high seas of Lake Michigan. <laughs> well, all the Great Lakes. It has all the Great Lakes. Right. Um, the other description I saw on this is it, it it's somewhere between monopoly and risk, and I like the risk comparison. Which if you've never played that game, it's literally just it's pretty war. Sweet. It's yeah. war. Um. Comparing it to risk is interesting because now all I could think about in my head is cargo ships and obviously using your imagination while you're playing this cargo ships ramming into each other in open water to claim territory. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ramming speed. <laughs> this game just got exponentially better. Thanks to violence. 